world. This is Barbie Lee. This is Shake Talk. This is an opportunity to take a breath, relax, have some breakfast, right? I, you know me. I love my Icegenics Isoline Chocolate Mint Shake. This is my morning go-to. You know, I was thinking the other day about, um, you know, having the same thing for breakfast. And I'm like, really? I've had the same thing for breakfast for a really long time. Now, it's not always been chocolate mint because we've had different flavors so time. And when I'm in Mexico, we don't have chocolate mint, so I didn't get it there. But it's the same thing every single day. I wake up in the morning, I have I have my, what I call my shot of ionics and my shot of cleanse. That's my go-go juice, right? Gets me go-go-going in the morning. And then I have my shake. And this is what I do every morning. And yet the topic today is change is good. And I'm like, I don't want to change my breakfast. But maybe when I did change my breakfast to change my life, my whole life changed. I was like, oh, okay, I've already made that change. So I don't need to make that change because it's a good change right so there's some good changes and bad changes so that's what we're talking about today on the best breakfast ever and good morning good day everybody and make sure you know when you come in you say hi give me a wave that kind of thing all right so a number of years ago I got a phone call and it was an automated phone call and it said this is BMO MasterCard please call the number on the back of your card and ask for blank and site number blank and I'm like well that seems weird but legit right because it's not like answer you know pick up this phone and hey we're MasterCard they sent me an automated message that I had to call the number on the back of my card and I thought okay it must be legit so I called the number on the back of my card asked for this department and I gave this number and some very nice guy says to me oh a machine that you used your credit card at last week has been compromised so we need to send you a new credit card. We're canceling your card, just so you know. We canceled it as soon as we knew about the fraud, so your card isn't valid. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Ah! Because I'm thinking all the things that my card is attached to, you know, for pre-authorized payments and stuff like that. He goes, those will go through, he says, but you'll have to change your number in the next 30 days, you know, to, to this new card number. And I'm like, oh man, I have had this card number and this card for like 15 years. I know the number. I don't even have to carry the card, blah, 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 blah. And he says to me, ma'am, change is good. <laughs> and I laughed and I'm like, you're right. Change is good, right? Look, it, it's fall, right? So here in Canada, you know, I was talking yet a couple days ago, but all the leaves on the tree, there's like a third of the tree left of leaves based on the last couple days of wind, right? Change is good. So what is it that is good change and what is it that is bad change? Because, well, here's the thing. We can explain away change or is something good or bad or is it just is and how we relate to it and all that. But, you know, sometimes there's things that we do need to change in our lives for the better. So, for example, when I wasn't well and I was very, let's call me fluffy, I needed to change my lifestyle habits for the better so that I could have a better life. And I have, right? In these last almost 15 years with Isogenics, completely turned my life around. In this. So I know that when I wasn't well and I needed to change my lifestyle, if that was for the better, right? I needed to start eating food that I prepared, um, supplementing, right? Making sure that my body got everything it needs. That kind of change is good, right? When we do change for the bad, which is <clears throat> if we've started a healthy lifestyle and we go back to our old unhealthy ways and we put the weight back on or we start getting exhausted again and all that kind of stuff, then it's not good. 
I listened to a lady's story yesterday who, you know, she said she was on Isagenix five years ago and, and then a, you know, store opened up near her and she's like, oh, I could just get this stuff there. I don't need to pay and, you know, wait for shipping. I just go when I want. And it took her four and a half, almost five years to realize that she was slowly going downhill and back to where she was because the quality of the products were not the same as Isagenics. So she said, you know, I changed and went to Isagenics and that was good. And then I decided, oh no, I'll just go and do this. And, you know, she's like, and it wasn't good, but it took me like four or five years. And that's some of the things that happen with change, right? Now, some people are forced into change, right? You know, your doctor says to you, like I've had many people who call me up and say, okay, Barbie, my doctor said if I don't lose 50 pounds, you know, I'm going to have a heart attack in the next year. That kind of change is for the better. But what if you were to change slowly and then it didn't have to be this big thing? And, and this is where people are um, uh, adverse to change when everything has to change at one time, right? And this is where I tell people, Start with something little, right? Start with, you know, adding a shake every day to your breakfast. Start there, right? If you want to change your breakfast to change your life, start with changing your breakfast, right? Add a shake, maybe add some vitamins, right? I use my go-go juice in the morning. Find something. Start with one thing. It doesn't have to be a complete overhaul. Yeah, yeah, Isogenics, we have programs for complete overhauls, but I'm talking about how do we have long-term sustainable change right because some people and it depends if they like have addictive personalities or type a person i'm gonna do this whatever or um but a lot of people start a new habit and then they fall away and there's a whole thing about you know how the brain talks to each other and how the neurons and the dendrites communicate and and everything how the body takes over and stuff and there's a, a whole study in science around it and if you like that kind of stuff go follow dr joe dispenza but there's a time when your body just goes yeah i've done that and it reverts back it tries to go back to its old ways so unless you've created sustainable change you're gonna go back to your old ways it's just the way it goes it's it, it just it's just what happens so when you want to change, sometimes we say we want to, but we're not willing to do the work because there is work involved in change. So for example, when it came time for us to start the shakes. Now, I did a whole overhaul of my life, right? Because I had to, I was physically in a really bad place. My husband and my kids didn't have to, but they kind of did because I did. So when I started on Isogenics like nearly 15 years ago, everybody had shakes for breakfast. Even the girls, I'd mix a little tiny bit of the shake. They'd have that with their pancakes or waffles or whatever they were eating for breakfast. And over time, we upped their shake intake, right, first thing in the morning. And that was their um, uh, goal, right, is to have a shake for breakfast. 14 years ago so Rydell is nearly 25 right Taylor Ray's 21 so we're talking you know seven and ten years old and all of a sudden mom says you have to eat this for breakfast I have to sneeze it's gonna come um and mom says you have to eat this for breakfast that's why I gave a little bit every day and then their body started feeling better and they wanted more and more of the shake and less and less of the sugary stuff and now well Taylor Ray's a little, not, not so easy because she's in Indonesia and she doesn't have her shakes, but she still does smoothie bowls for breakfast, right? She can't get the isogenics out there, but she still creates something similar. 
right I'll shake for breakfast right <laughs> I was talking to her the morning after she got married okay they're at a and b and they made a beautiful eggs benedict and this whole breakfast for them and Rydell says to Jordan, go make a shake, we'll share it, and then we'll go for breakfast. So she was even in that moment where she knew she was going to have this amazing breakfast, wanted her shake first. That's not change. That's, that's lifestyle now, right? That was something that happened 14 years ago because she made the decision. It didn't happen overnight, right? And this is change is good as long as it's for the good and it's serving you, you know? I talk to so many people about their health and, and other things too, because, you know, I, I, I just talk to people. I love to know what people are doing, how, if they're happy, you know, the job that they're doing, their relationships. I just, I love to know about people. So I have all kinds of conversations with people. And one conversation I had in Mexico was with this guy and he was talking about, um, you know, financials and, you know, he was never a good saver. So, you know, thank goodness for his pension and stuff like that. And I said, well, I said like, well, what do you think should be different? Well, I should have. I said, no, no, not what you should have done, but what can you do right now? And he's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm 76 years old. It's too late to save. I said, it's not. If that's what you feel you want to do, why don't you just start with $5 a week or $10 a week or, you know, something and create yourself just a little change right and he's like okay anyway totally forget I have that conversation with him and then a month or so down the road he was like do you know I put $240 and he, he told me in a drawer because <laughs> he's in Mexico and he doesn't have a Mexican bank so he ended up putting equivalent of Canadian $240 in a drawer because what he decided to do was every time he went out and had a beer he put the equivalent in the drawer Right? Because he figures if I can afford a beer in Mexico, the cost of a beer in Mexico is a third or a half of what it is in Canada. So he kind of, you know, doubled down his money kind of thing. So every time he went out and had a beer, he put the money in his drawer. I'm like, you drank $240 worth of beer in two months? <laughs> like, that was my reaction. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. Anyway, so he's retired. He can do whatever he wants. But the point is, even at 76, he changed how he did things and how he was thinking about saving. And he says, you know, he goes, I like doing this because he goes, when I die, there's going to be a little bit of money to leave for my grandchild because he doesn't have like life insurance or anything. He goes, and that's what I'm going to do now. He goes, it might only be, you know, 500 bucks if I die next week. He goes, I better drink more beer. <laughs> now he has a goal, right? Drink more beer, save more money. But change can happen when you want it to happen, but you have to be willing to do the work for it, right? So if you're in a job that you don't like, right? Or they're not respecting you or your wishes or your beliefs or whatever, great. So what are you gonna do to change that? Are you looking for another job? Are you talking to other people? Are you taking the steps necessary? Oh my God, this lady called me up. She goes, well, I guess I'm gonna go back to school. I'm like, I guess I'm gonna go back to school. What is that? And she goes, well, I need to upgrade. I'm like, for what? She goes, I don't know, for some other job. And I'm like, you don't know what job you want. You don't know what you need to upgrade, but you should go back to school to upgrade. I said, that is not good change. You know, like, no, don't get me wrong. All education is good. But if you're not doing it for a purpose and you're just doing it because maybe, maybe, you know, I said, decide what you want 
And then if you need upgrading and more schooling, go and get it. And she's like, well, how do I know what I want? I'm like, oh my God, you start talking to people. How, what do you do for a job? What do you love about it? What do you hate about it? What do you do for a job? What do you love about it? What do you hate about it? What do you, you know, start having these conversations to invoke change, right? It doesn't just happen, right? The universe, right? Mother nature and these leaves on the trees outside. It doesn't just happen. In the middle of April, the leaves don't change yellow and start to fall. There's a planned, a, a process in Mother Nature that causes the change to happen. It just doesn't randomly happen. There is a method to the madness of the universe. The, the um, um, I'm trying to think of the word. There's a word that's not coming into my brain. But the concise patterning and how things work, right? The laws of the universe, it's not haphazard. So our change should not be haphazard. Now, when I had to change my credit card and my, and my, uh, my MasterCard because the machine had been compromised, I was a little out of the blue haphazard. But you know what? I made it work. It was all fine. And now I've had the same credit card again for another 20 years or 15 or 10 years, whatever it's been, right? So my point is very simple. Life is meant to be juicy and delicious. Like it really is. And if you're not getting up every morning with a woohoo attitude and, you know, saying, gosh, I love this day. And, you know, if I died today, it'd be okay. Like it's not okay, right? But it would be okay because, you know, I feel that I'm living life to the best that I can. And there's no regret, right? So when people are on their deathbed, there's often regret. And, oh, I wish I would have done this and I wish I would have done that. And, and so the less regret you can have, obviously, the better your life is going to be. Now, I'm not saying be willy-nilly and haphazard and just jump out there and just do all these things that you think you want to do and whatever. Create the change in your life to get those things to come into fruition for you, right? So I have my goals around my walls and the things that I'm working towards and the things that I want. And, and you know, okay, I'll give you an example of pickleball. I'm not a sports girl. I don't care for competition in the sense of that somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. I love competition that makes everybody better. Okay? So pickleball. I was in Mexico and I was like, oh my God, I need something physical to do, right? And my friend said, why don't you come and try pickleball? I have an extra racket. And I was like, what's pickleball? So I looked it up. I'm like, I can't play that. It looks like tennis, right? He goes, come play it. So I went and I sucked the big one. <laughs> I missed the ball. I couldn't hit the ball. I couldn't serve the ball. I just, I'd never played a racket sport really. I tried uh, racquetball a couple of times and I'd get hit in the face with the ball and I didn't like it so I stopped playing. My coordination wasn't that great but the problem was I never tried to have coordination. I just tried the sport a couple of times, got hit in the head and said I'm done. So it was just never something I picked up but in Mexico for me to do something physical, because I didn't want to play tennis, because I knew it was a big court running around. I didn't want to do that. I was like, pickleball, I could probably figure out. Well, that was two and a half years ago now, right? Because that had been January of 2018 that I was introduced to pickleball. And I sucked really, 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 really bad. And now I don't suck so bad. I'm not great, right? <laughs> Yesterday we were playing in the wind. It wasn't great, but I can get the ball over. I can serve. There's certain moves that I can make. And I'm now actually running these little intro to pickleball classes for people to come and try. Because if you just show up with a group of people who know how to play pickleball, it's really intimidating. 
And then when you miss the ball, you feel so bad because you're playing partners and the partner's like, oh my God. And I know that feeling. So I'm creating the space for people to come and play some beginner pickleball. So Friday night in Edmonton, if you're interested. So if you're, if you're conscious about the change. So with me, it's taking me a good two years of playing pickleball pretty consistently. And it's not something I just did on the weekends or whatever, right? So when I was in Mexico, so the first time, I was playing three to four times a week. Okay. Second time, last winter, I was playing five days a week, right? Up to two hours a day, sometimes three if more. And there was a couple days where a few of us met in the evenings and tried some drills and practices and stuff. So I got a lot better. Now we're playing here and we're playing maybe three or four times a week for a couple hours. So it's, it's like eight or 10 hours a week now that I'm playing. You can't just go and do something once or one hour every month or every couple weekends or something and, and you know be surprised that you're not getting any better at it because change takes time. Change takes time. This is like quitting smoking or adding healthy foods to your diet or you know getting a new job or improving your relationship, whatever it is. It takes time. Change is good. When you make the decision to be consistent, to do the work, and you know what? I'll tell you the people that make me the most crazy. Well, I know I should, but I'm like, seriously, I know I should, but the but just canceled everything else. Excuse me. Well, I would like to change. So do it. What's one step you could take today to change? I don't know. It's your step. You've got to figure out what you're willing to do. How to be active and engaged in life is to really take a look at your life and say, what do I want from this? Now, there are people that are perfectly happy sitting around getting this government assistance that's showing up here in Canada and stuff and they're not willing to do anything else. Great. Let them do it. Right? For me, I want to create a better life. I have a goal here to help 720 people change their breakfast to change their life. 720 people. Why'd you pick that number, Barbie Lee? Because <laughs> of reasons. Numerology, all kinds of magics of nines, you know. 720 people. But it's got to start with one. And then I help that one help somebody. And that one can help somebody. And you know what? Before we know it, 720 people have changed their breakfast to change their life. Because you know what? Change is good. And, and putting the systems in place to make change easy. So for example, when you come to my house, I have people that stay over sometimes, right? People come from out of town and just say, come and stay here. And I say to them, I have no breakfast items in my house other than shake. And they look at me, they don't have cereal? Nope. Eggs, toast, mm, not usually. Sometimes we have eggs, but not usually because I don't eat them. Dwayne eats them and he buys them and sometimes they're here. Bread, I'm not a big fan of bread, right? I said, I have nan bread or I'll have tortillas. You know, does that work? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have, actually, I think I have pancake mix now. I think Dwayne bought some pancake mix, but I don't have flour in my house to even make pancakes. Like, I have fruits and vegetables if you want to make like a fruit, just a fruit and, and, and a smoothie, like, you know. I just don't have breakfast. I don't have milk, 
right? Somebody said one day, well, can I have a glass of milk? I said, sure, I have French vanilla milk. And they're like, okay. So I made a shake and I gave it to them as a glass of milk. <laughs> and because I just don't have breakfast items because this is the breakfast in our home, right? I do have a waffle maker, but I don't know the last time I used it, Jessica, because <laughs> I don't have flour in my house. Anyway, the point is this. I set myself up to make healthy choices by when I go to the grocery store, I bring the stuff or I buy the stuff that's healthy and bring that back into my home. I don't buy the unhealthy stuff. Now, is there a little bit? Do I have a little bit of a, I have this one potato chip thing that I really, 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 really like and a little bit of ice cream? Sure. Dwayne has cookies in the cupboard, I'm trying to think. But most of the stuff that's in my cupboards and in my fridge is healthy items because that's what I choose to purchase because I want to feel good. And the changes that I made in from eating unhealthy to eating healthy are good. So I'm gonna challenge you, change is good. What good change do you need to make today and tomorrow and the next day? and be consistent with so you can get the results you want and that you're not blaming anybody outside of you, your circumstance. Oh, I put on the COVID-15. I didn't put on COVID-15. Why did you? Ooh, that one stung, right? I said that to a lady the other day. Oh, well, you know how everybody put on the COVID-15? I didn't. I didn't at all. Well, you're different. Yeah, because I made a choice a long time ago to take care of my health and not let something like this affect me. Because no matter what, I had my shake every day. I even cleansed this summer, which is something I don't normally do because I get too cold. I don't know. Choice I made. So I'm going to challenge you. Make a choice. Make good choices. Decide what is right for you. Be consistent. Be persistent. And be willing to do the work. Life is that simple. And by the way, if you want to be one of my 720 people who change their breakfast or change their life, reach out to me. I'd love to help. Make your choices.